everybody, whether you're the president of a company or the paperboy, everybody has the exact same amount of time. You and I both have 24 hours a day. No more, no less. The question is, what do you do with your time? Real quick, my friends, go get my new book. It's called The Power to Publish. And it's at the top of the page of zbooks.co at the link, my new book. And it's going to help you with all of your self-publishing needs. Okay, back to that podcast. Welcome to ZBook Successful Authors Podcast. Talking about successful authors. Successful people have a, a specific mindset. And I want to relate a story to you about my mindset. It happened in the third grade, or maybe the fifth grade. I don't know. I must have been 10 years old. Anyways, my teacher's name was Mr. Brown, and he was really cool. He was from the East Coast. He had a New York accent, you know, and he was a really cool guy in general. And what he did was he let us teach the class. So the kids got to teach the class. On that fateful day, he picked out several kids to be teachers, but only on certain subjects. He picked me for art because I was kind of good at drawing back then. So when it came my hour to teach, I got up there to the blackboard and I taught the class how to draw a cow. You know, how you start with a box and some circles and then you connect them and then you round them out a bit and smooth them over and then you, you got a cow. And the whole class drew a cow and it was pretty cool. And I learned this all from the Jack Ham books, How to Draw Animals. But then something amazing happened, something really amazing. First of all, I got to grade the drawings. Had all the drawings there on the table, and some of the kids were watching me while I was grading them. And I was giving out all A's and stuff. But one of the kids, I'll never forget his name, it was James. He was standing over my shoulder and, and, and breathing down my neck and constantly bugging the crap out of me. And he, he was basically telling me, you got to give me an A, you got to give me an A. So... Of course, what did I do once I got to his drawing? I gave him a C. <laughs> oh, boy. And did he have a conniption? He erupted. He, he was on the floor like spastic, doing all of these indecent, childish things. It was just classic. But that wasn't the good part. The good part was what happened next. It was profound and life-changing for me, at least. And it would crystallize my mindset for the rest of my life. One of the girls, I'll never forget her name. Her name was Kendra. She stood up and said, but Eric, where did you learn how to do that? And I said, well, I read books. And then she had a cathartic moment and blurted out, oh, you have books. And I said, yeah, I got books. You, you want them too? I'll lend them to you. And then I noticed it just wasn't that she wanted the books or actually wanted to draw well. Instead, it seemed that she was jealous 
of my talent and she was looking for a way out. Or somehow she felt inadequate. So she had to rationalize it, maybe to protect her ego. I don't know. And then she said, oh, you have books. And there was something in this girl and I noticed it. She was programmed to fail. I don't know who got to her society, her parents, herself, her DNA. I don't know. But for some reason, she had a big problem. She needed an excuse to kind of get out of it. So, oh, you have books. And again, I, I said, yeah, you can too. You want me to lend them to you? And at that point, the teacher kind of, you know, he noticed that there was something going on, some tension. So he broke it up and told everybody to go back to their seats. But in that moment, that was the moment for me. I noticed that she was programmed to fail. And more importantly, I was not. So I'm not going to say I was programmed to win, but I was definitely not programmed to fail. I also noticed that a lot of people are programmed to fail and that I wasn't different than them at all. All I did was read the damned book. But more profound was that I was programmed to win. I, I, I kept noticing and then said, okay, yeah, I am programmed to win. You see, because some people, when they see another person excelling in some way, they reflect upon themselves, then who knows, they feel inferior or whatever. But then they look for a way out, an excuse. Oh, he, he has books. And then when I, when I moved to Germany and, and, and got a job, then the excuse changed. And they said, oh, you can speak good English or you can speak good German. And so, you know, it's always these excuses. Other people who are programmed to win, like myself, when they see somebody excelling, they have a totally different mindset. They say, oh, look at that guy. Maybe I can do that too. You know, no blocking points. Maybe I can emulate him. How did he do that? What do I have to do to get to his level? Maybe I, he can help me. Maybe I can ask him. You see, it's a totally different thing. You don't even look inward like the Kendra did. You know, this automatic failure program. Instead, you look to the other people and emulate them. But the, the, the most profound thing was is that this story kept repeating itself all my life. And it, it will forever because, because it, it is that some people are programmed that way. I don't know where from, their parents or their DNA, I don't know. But you, you notice that it's a script. So in the 90s, when I joined the corporate world, I was an aircraft mechanic. And in my company, they were very transparent and very good about that. They had the process specs, you know, the SOPs, standard operating procedures. And these were printed in books and on every wall of the building. So four walls of the building and all the buildings. And you were supposed to read them, right? Because you're... Uh, employee there, you're supposed to know your standard specs. And so it came to be that I, I was a systems mechanic. I was installing really cool things like liquid oxygen systems and hydraulic systems on the aircraft. Now, the, the hydraulic, we had three different types of hydraulic systems. Uh, one you had to install with liquid nitrogen, cryogenic technology. 
was called cryo switch and the, the three technologies were deutsch permaswedge which was the normal way cryo switch or ring locks and from raychem i think i don't remember so anyways i got good at this cryo switch stuff it's how you join two hydraulic tubes because you know you might know this from plumbing where you put two tubes together with a screw or a, a flange and something that's not enough for hydraulic tubes we're working at 5,000 PSI, pounds per square inch. So these things have to be really joined together permanently. And we were using this cryogenic swedge system works really well. And it was kind of fun, actually. You know, you have to cool down the tubes with liquid nitrogen, and it's smoking everywhere and making fog and bubbling and stuff. And so you have a spray bottle, so you can spray the liquid nitrogen on the tubes so that you have time to do the process. So my favorite trick was to take this bottle and spray the ground before me and engulf myself in fog. And then I'd start singing the Star Wars theme. And then I would jump out of the fog like Darth Vader and yell, Luke, I'm your father and all this stuff. And, you know, piss everybody off. But it was fun, man. And uh, because, you know, not many people got to play with the liquid nitrogen. And, you know, another thing you can do is if, if you have a vat of liquid nitrogen, you can dip your hand into it and make everybody spaz out. Hey, man, what are you doing? Because it's minus 300 degrees Fahrenheit. But what happens is when you dip your hand in there, at first, the liquid nitrogen right next to your skin evaporates and bubbles and makes an insulating shield around your hand. So you can actually leave it in there for almost a second. Yeah. So don't do this with liquid not oxygen. It will in immediately destroy your hand. Okay. It's an oxidizer. So anyway, it was a lot of fun. And I joined a lot of hydraulic tubes with that method. And it's a very good method, very strong. But how did I learn how to do that? I'll give you one guess. I read the darned book, the standard operating procedures on the wall that are there for everyone to see. So in a very short time, I became the specialist for hydraulic systems and cryogenic swedging. And people looked at me and said, but Eric, how did you do that? How did you learn how to do that? And it's the same answer every time. I, I told I seriously, I told him, I said, I read the dang book, dude. And again, this is profound because it keeps happening. And there's something deeper going on here, something deep in the human psyche. Some people looked at me like I was smarter than them or special or talented. So no matter how many times I told them, no, I, I seriously, I read the book. It's right there. It's on the wall right there. Go get it and, and do it. You're an employee. You're supposed to read it. No matter how many times I did that, I still got that look and that jealousy. And so it comes back over and over again. See, some people are programmed to fail. And some are programmed to win. And so began my love affair with how-to books. And books in general, but especially how-to books. And I'll never forget those two drawing books. How to Draw Animals by Jack Ham. And the other book was How to Draw People, also by Jack Ham. Only two drawing books you'll ever need. I still have them on my shelf, you know, so... And, and from there on out, my motto became, if you can read, you can succeed. If you can read, you can succeed. As simple as that. So this is my call to action to you, my friends. 
I want to help you self-publish your books, and you can have my book for free. It's called The Power to Publish. Go get it on my website. It's at the top of the website, and it's that flaming fist. And if you're on mobile, there's a link called in the menu called My New Book. So that's the solution, and it's really simple. If you can read, you can succeed. Don't be a Kendra. Don't be that little girl who was programmed to fail and self-immolate and self-defeat herself. If you can read, you can succeed. And I look forward to seeing you at the top. Okay, my friends, if you like that podcast, then remember to go to zbooks.co and go get all the materials to start your authoring career. We have a seven-day challenge every week, so there's no excuse to not finish your book. And remember, please go to iTunes and upload this podcast and Google Play. Okay, I look forward to seeing you at the top.